Just came back from a wonderful, wonderful weekend down in Bloemfontein. Blessings to everyone, each and every one. I've learned a couple of things about Bloemfontein this past weekend. No doubt you have seen on the Radio Pulpit website. You have seen the pictures we've posted, but I've learned a couple of things down there. And I just want to touch briefly this morning on this radio station, on, on something that I've seen with my own eyes once again. Before we go to that, a big thank you to Vusi Liu handling the technical side of life this morning and in charge of IT and all those stuff. Had the uh, wonderful opportunity of meeting some uh, brothers and sisters in the Lord face to face. Uh, who came to say hi there at the radio pulpit tent. Had a brother from KwaZulu-Natal that popped in and said, uh, man, I'm, I'm just recently back from New Zealand looking for a, a Christian radio station uh, that, can, that can speak word into my life. And what a privilege it was to point him to our app because you can find us Anywhere and everywhere. If you really want to, I know on the AM frequency, you sometimes have to dig for it, but it's as simple as going to 657 AM. Of course, on open view, we're on channel 607. And then, lo and behold, would you believe it? Somebody said to me this past weekend, DSTV audio channels? Does DSTV have audio channels? Yes, they do. And we're on channel 882. Channel 882 on DSTV. You can find us there. And lo and behold, there's an app on the Google Play Store. Did you even know that? That you can download the Radio Pulpit app and for low data, a low data option, you can connect with your car's Bluetooth function and listen to us wherever you are. So there you have it. We're all over the place. And bless your heart. Thank you so much for listening to Radio Pulpit, allowing us to be your daily companion in your search for meaning. So many people searching for meaning in life. What on earth am I here for? And so I want to touch on something that God has just laid upon my heart, and that's the topic of unity. And I have seen it this past weekend again. If you look at scriptures, the, 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 the whole topic of unity is quite common in God's word. The earliest mentions of individuals being united in marriage. You know it. That's between a man and a woman. God's idea of marriage in Genesis 2 and verse 24. That's why a man leaves his wife and his, uh, his mother and his father and unite with his wife and they become one flesh. And so from there, that's the first mention of unity, a husband and a wife. But the Bible presents several other manifestations of unity that reveals the heart of God. You find unity in the church, unity in the Godhead, unity with Christ. The Bible is just full of unity. Why do I want to talk about unity this morning? Because I have seen unity in the body of Christ this past weekend. I have seen some and met some incredible brothers and sisters. And yes, uh, there is a difference in our cultural backgrounds and what we look like and who we are, but we are united by the blood of the Lamb. 
real brothers and sisters in the Lord. A little bit later on this morning in Good News Time, that's between 7 and 9, just after 8.30 this morning, we'll be uh, chatting to John uh, Matutle, uh, who was one of the speakers there this past weekend, who also spoke on the very thing of unity and the importance of unity. So I want to challenge you with Scripture this morning. Listen, the world is on a knife's edge. So many people, no doubt, even this weekend, and you probably know about it, the war in Israel, Hamas attacking Israel, more than 5,000 missiles just been fired all at once into Israel. You know about the wars in Ukraine and the, the war talk and the war mongering of, of nuclear war, the third world war that we're we, we tampering around with dangerous stuff. People in this world who do not know the Lord Jesus Christ. And so I want to talk to you about unity and the role that you and I can play in the body of Christ. Did you know that shortly before he went to the cross, Jesus prayed for unity amongst his followers, you and I? Did you even know that? He said, Holy Father, listen how he addresses his father. Is it not prachtig nie? Respect. And here you have Jesus, the Christ, Son of the living God, addressing His Father as Holy Father. There's a scripture that says, Be ye holy, for I am holy, says the Lord. And that's a whole different topic for another day. Do you live a holy life acceptable unto the Lord? If you claim to be a Christian, you ought to live a holy life you will know whether you live a holy life. And so Jesus prayed to his father, starting with these words in John 17, 11, Holy Father, protect them by the power of your name. There is protection. There is power in God's name. There is power in the name of Jesus Christ I have seen it this weekend once again. Uh, we have sensed the presence of the God of Israel, the God, the living God of the universe, the creator, the great I am, the Yahweh, the Elohim. There is power in his name. There is power in the name of Jesus Christ. And then John seventeen eleven says, so that they may be one as we are one. Can you hear the unity? So that you and I can be one. And you're probably listening to this radio broadcast all by yourselves. In your car, at home. I know we in South Africa. Probably if you're in the taxi this morning or in a bus where Radio Pulpit is playing. Or maybe you're fortunate enough to be part of a Samre club. Then, uh, yeah, we are one. We are to look out for one another and pray for one another. Did you know that even later in that same prayer, Jesus asked, he said that all of them, that's you and I, and every Christian on the face of this planet, may be one, Father, just as you are in me and I am in you. They also be in us. 
Did you know he's not the faraway God as some would think it to be? Who was that secular singer that uh, many years ago uh, in a distance who sang that song? Uh, no names, no Pedro. God is not in, uh, in a distance, at a distance. He is Christ in us. Christ in us. Maybe you should go do a study on that. Christ in us. Start with Galatians 2 and verse 20. He is not a faraway God. He is the God in you. If you seek him, you will find him. Not like the little boy who said, what is his address? I want to go thank him. God's address out of this world. And so all you have to do is fall on your knees, stand before this Lord. He says, I have given them the glory that you gave me. Listen to me, child of God. Listen to what the Lord Almighty says. Listen to what Messiah Yeshua says. The Lord Jesus, I have given them the glory that you gave me, that they may be one as we are one. I saw unity. I saw oneness this weekend. One of heart, one of mind. One aim, one goal. I in them and you in me. Christ in us. The Bible says, so that they may be brought to complete unity. John 17, 123. Go and read it. God's word is truth. The promises written into that book is true. So, you know what? Obviously, <laughs> obviously, Christian unity is important to the Lord Jesus Christ. No matter where you are, no matter who you are this morning, I'm not talking about your culture, your background, your skin color. I'm talking about human beings, followers of Christ, disciples of the Most High God. Jesus not only prayed for unity, he also gave the reasons that Christian unity is important. It is important that we be of one heart. You know what is saddening? You know what is so incredibly sad? Is when you open up social media and you see Christians gunning for one another, saying things that not even people in the world will dare to say to one another. Jesus asked that all believers may be in the Father and the Son so that the world may believe that you have sent me. John seventeen twenty one. There ought to be unity amongst us, brothers. Sisters, dan moet eenheid wees tussen ons, want iemand luister, en iemand kyk, and you know what, they're not always responding. They're turning around, walking away and say, that is why I don't want to be Christian. Do you know that the Jesus film starts with these words? What a dying and unbelieving world cannot understand is that Christians confess Jesus with their lips and deny him with their lifestyle. Are you denying the Lord with your lifestyle? Somebody is watching. Somebody is listening. And so we ought to be one as God the Father and Jesus the Son and the Holy Spirit is one. Why? So that the world may believe that God had sent His Son into this world. Jesus prayed from complete unity. Complete unity. If you have to gauge yourself, 
as jy yourself moet gaan toets hieraan, so jy sê, you are in complete unity with the body of Christ. Is there harmony and unity between you and your church congregants, your brothers and your sisters, your fellow brothers and sisters, so that the world will know that God saved your soul, that you believe on the one who came into this world to change us irrevocably. Jesus says, the world will know that you have sent me and loved them even as you have loved me, verse 23. You see, when Christians are united in Christ, the world sees two things very clearly. Two things very clearly. Number one, Jesus was sent by the Father. And Jesus loves his church. Do you love the church? Do you love your brothers and your sisters? Sometimes I find in South Africa a thin veneer of acceptance between brothers and sisters even amongst the races. Yet again, I have seen two true brothers and sisters in the Lord united as one irrespective of race, creed, or color because we've got Christ in us. Romans, I want to take you to the stake book. Romans 15. What's the time now? It's 14 minutes after 6, 9th of October. Good morning to you. You just joined us. Welcome. Romans 15, 5 to 6. We see another scripture, a more general reason that Christian unity is important. May the God of endurance and encouragement grant you to live in such harmony with one another. In harmony with one another, in accord with Christ Jesus, that together you may with one voice glorify the God, God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have seen this weekend, black and white, raising hands in South Africa, brothers and sisters in the Lord, hugging one another. No talk of the past. God erased that, healed that. And we're united with one purpose. We are sojourners. We are moving through and we will meet together at the grace, at the throne of grace, the throne of mercy. You see, the bottom line is God's glory. The God of Israel. Yes, everybody needs to know that radio pulpit worship the God of Israel. The God of the Bible, the God of the Hebrew children, the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. The God of the prophets, the God of our Bible. That we should be speaking with one voice, glorifying God. That's the bottom line. Glorifying our Father. Are you glorifying our Father this morning? Do you have excitement in your spirit what this day might bring? Do you have an expectant heart? Is your spirit man shouting, Maranatha, Lord, come, Lord Jesus, come. I have close relatives who are not saved yet. And I have anguish in my heart. It is almost, come, Lord, but please, Father, save my loved ones. Save those, Lord, that I'm praying for, interceding for, standing in the gap. Save them, Lord. 
Remove the veil from their hearts, Lord Jesus. It is God that saves. We can but bring only the gospel. James 5 and verse 20. Are you a gospel bringer? Are you a preacher, a sharer of the word of the Lord Jesus Christ? Not only the word, but a lifestyle that attains to it. You see, Christian unity comes with Christian maturity. It's always something we strive to attain. Paul, brother Paul, the chief of all sinners. Oh, man. And God changed him in a blink of an eye, slapped him off his, off his donkey. Eh? Changed him in a blink of an eye. Did you know the Lord can do that for you? It's not by accident that you tuned to this radio station. God is inviting you to become part of the family of God. Paul instructs us, listen. He says, make every effort to keep the unity the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. Christians want to tell them free to fall to this, not warmongers talking of war and revenge and I will get you back and this and so and, and the other. In the unity of a bond of peace through the Spirit. Ephesians 4, when last have you read that? Helping us Towards the unity that are the gifts of the Spirit. How do you get that unity that I'm talking about this morning? How do you get that as you drive in your car, as you listen to this radio broadcast? The gifts of the Spirit. God has given to each Christian different gifts. And they exercise in the edification of the church that leads to more and more unity. Are you operating in the gifts? Are you exercising the different gifts? One purpose of the gifts is that we all reach unity in faith. Unity in faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature. Attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Ephesians 4 and verse 13. Listen, my brother, my sister, this is not the opinion of a human being the voice that's coming to you over the airwaves, this is God's word. Ephesians 4, go and read it. One God, one Christ, one Spirit, one baptism. Ons praat so makkelijk van groot doop en klein doop. Selfs ons kinders is al dier mekaar. There's but one baptism, says Ephesians. And so we need to share God's truth, undiluted truth. To promote Christian unity. God presents the church in 1 Corinthians 12 and verse 12 to 27 as a living body. A body that has many members, each with specialized work to do. But all the parts are united in the head of the body. And that is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so, my brother, as you listen this morning, my sister, as you listen this morning, Christian unity is a virtue. Christian unity is a virtue. But there are some things that can and should limit unity. We don't pursue unity simply for the sake of unity. It is Christ and His truth that unites us. Can I say that again? It is Christ and His truth that unites us. 
scripturally, we are to separate from professed brothers and sisters in Christ who live in persistent, unrepentant sin. We don't want to hear that. We are to separate from people who say they are Christian and who are unrepentant in their hearts. Matthew 5, uh, Matthew 18, verse 15, 17. Go and check that out. And from those who teach false doctrine, stay away from that. Ask God for a discerning spirit. Run. Watch out for those who cause division, says the Bible. Watch out. And who put obstacles in your way that are contrary to the teachings that you have learned. Keep away from them. Romans sixteen seventeen. We are warned. You see, Christian unity is a virtue, yes. But in Ephesians 4.13 says we won't reach full Christian unity until we attain, what does the Bible say? To the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. So we probably won't fully realize Christian unity in this world, but you and I should strive for it. I have seen it this weekend again. Brothers and sisters, irrespective of race, color, creed, striving together for unity. The speakers on the stage speaking about unity, Christian unity in South Africa. For evil to prosper, good man has to do nothing. Brothers and sisters, we need to unite in prayer. It starts with prayer on your knees, in your inner room, from the pulpits in our churches. It's unity. That faith in Christ brings. It extends God's love on the earth. It demonstrates the truth of who Jesus is. It's the foreshadow of the worship in heaven. Where great multitudes, listen to this, great multitudes, every tribe, tongue, and nation will stand before God and cry out with a loud voice, salvation belongs to the Lord. Salvation belongs to our Lord who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. Can you shout that out this morning? Can you, from the depth of your DNA, cry out this morning, Salvation belongs to our God? Unite us, Lord. Unite us in this country. Lord, and so this morning we pray as Christians, as brothers and sisters, we pray for Cyril Ramaphosa, our president. Lord, we pray that you would stir his heart. We pray for those in positions of authority, Lord. You have allowed them there. You have placed them there. Many of them unbeknownst to them. But you've given the opportunity, Lord, to exercise authority in government, in provincial government, in hospitals, in prisons, in police. In metro police, in companies, Lord, and I pray for their souls this morning. I pray, Lord, that salvation that belongs to our God, that you would stir their hearts, the remove the veil. The Bible says in Second Chronicles fourteen seven, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, huh? Ons het nodig om onszelf te verneder voor die Heere. Here we are, Lord, on this Monday morning. Turn from the wicked ways, Lord. Turn our hearts from wicked ways. Help us, Lord, to realize that somebody is watching from this world. Somebody is listening. Unite us, Lord Jesus Christ. 
across all borders, irrespective of whether you're black, white, Indian, colored, doesn't matter who we are this morning. Unite us, Lord Jesus. Heal us. Restore us. If there are relationally broken people this morning, Father, heal us. We pray, Father, for our living. Revival. Say it with me. Revival. That's what we are praying for in South Africa. So many prophecies had gone forth from this country. Revival. Her living. Revival. Her living. Kanaka. Now is the time. Now is the time. Kanaka. Let's cry out to God together, united, in one voice, in one spirit, in one mind. Kanaka. Now is the time, my King. Heal us, restore us, unite us. Let us be a force to be reckoned with. The army of God is rising up in prayer, Lord. We are rising up. In Jesus' name, we pray. And all of God's children says, Amen and Amen. Uh, thank you so much, my brother. Thank you so much, my sister. Yes, Eddie Kirkland, a song that says, Yeah. And now, 26 after 6, good morning, you're tuned to Radio Puppet. Hey, what a privilege to be in your company. United we stand before the throne of our Father, God the Father, Jesus the Son, and the Holy Spirit.